Welcome to Trust the Trail. I am your outdoor guide, Ariane Petrucci. For the next 300 miles, I'll be taking you on my own personal journey backpacking north on the Appalachian Trail from Georgia through the Great Smoky Mountains and beyond. I'll be sharing with you my thoughts, my feelings, all my experiences, how my gear worked, what to do, what not to do, some gear reviews, but a lot of personal feelings. Enjoy. Routine, does it help you or hinder you? It's an interesting thought out here because, well, <laughs> I've experienced both ways. Uh, one, it's been helpful, and two, it could potentially hinder not only my hike, but what I get out of my hike. And so I kind of wanted to touch on this because I had some thoughts rolling through my head as I'm hiking. So forgive my out of breath. I just hiked out of a pretty low gap and there was a pretty steep incline. So, <laughs> but I wanted to go ahead and uh, touch on this. So routine, especially when you're doing a long distance hike, Routine almost becomes a necessity. Um, because if you're just flailing all about and doing all sorts of things that have no rhyme or reason to it, you're going to lose your gear or be concerned about your gear, your placement especially when you're crowded in the shelters. And even beyond gear, you don't really have a quote-unquote plan. So it can be a hinder to you, but it, but it can also be extremely helpful. So here's kind of my thoughts on the situation. I think you should have structure, aka a routine, when it comes to camp, when it comes to your pack, when it comes to your gear. Um, so let me explain a little further. So routine is good in that you pack your pack exactly the same way every single day. You find what works for you, you fuddle through the what doesn't, and you figure out how to make packing your pack so routine that you're really not putting any thought into it. Um, same goes with unpacking your pack, uh, setting up camp, uh, you know, establishing a rhythm and a routine you just kind of do it every single day like that. And even if your circumstances alter, such as you sleep in a shelter or, uh, you know, your camp setup might be slightly altered due to terrain, whatever the case is, but you, you regulate kind of the same motion and you continue that in day on, day out. And you don't start to question 
your setup or you don't question, oh, did I do this? Or, oh, I forgot to brush my teeth and therefore my, my toothpaste <laughs> isn't in my bear bag and it's already hung. You know, you're, you're establishing a routine which ends up helping you. So in the long run, you can actually enjoy your surroundings. You can enjoy the sunset. You can enjoy your dinner. You can enjoy perhaps the company of those you're around or perhaps just the sounds of nature. And it becomes so rhythmic for you in your routine that you're not even really thinking about it. And I got advice before coming out here. I've never done, you know, longer than, you know, approximately week stretch. And so my advice was, or the advice given to me was, establish a routine as soon as you can. And it was very vague. Uh, and I don't think I really understood it until I got out here. And so when it comes to me agreeing on on a routine absolutely camp setup breakdown what you put in your your bear bag you know your food bag um, and hang it how you how you empty your pack how you set it in I think I already said that but um, just kind of your daily routines just like just like you would at home you have a routine every day before you go to work, every night when you come home, and they may alter due to circumstance or your schedule or what you have on the calendar in terms of social interaction, but for the most part, it's a routine. And it's no different than being out here. And I find that it's really, really helpful so that you can focus on the whole reason you're actually out here in the first place nature, you know, to connect, to be immersed in it, to uh, relax, to get away from everything. And the sooner, that advice was the greatest thing I ever heard because as soon as you can establish a routine for yourself out here, do it. Because then everything else is so much more relaxing. However, <laughs> when it comes to hiking and actually anything but camp duties or, you know, your, your morning and evening time, when it comes to your day where you're going from point A to point B or beyond, that's when routine, I think, becomes harmful to you. Because you have, well, it's actually different. Hiking the AT, and that's an entirely different subject matter that I'm about to talk about, but hiking the AT becomes regulated by mileage. Um, especially if you're trying northbound to Maine. You're kind of under a time crunch and you want to build your body up to certain mileage so you can kind of generalize when you're going to be where it matters for drop boxes, um, connecting with people, staying in rhythm with, you know, your group that you're hiking with, so on and so forth. But 
but moving from that whole subject into you hike, you, you set out and you may look at the guidebook and say, oh, it's about 12 miles, give or take to the next point I want to camp or 16 miles to, and I'm gonna, I have a beautiful turn off here. I'm gonna take it. Might actually be the very first Holy shit, view of North Carolina, guys. <laughs> it's my first. <laughs> oh, it's about damn time, North Carolina. I actually have a view of the road that Scott just drove down and anyway, back. Wow, I get really scattered brain out here. Back to back to uh, my subject. So let's say you average. 12 miles per hour or 16 miles per hour it doesn't really matter how much you're averaging it's kind of your generalized point to point and what you think you can obtain in a day so let's take that for instance you have 16 miles to you pass two shelters 16 miles like takes you to the next shelter point well if you become so routine about I have to stay at the next shelter, or I have to do my 16 miles a day, I can't fall below it, and so on and so forth. You no longer become flexible, and that's, that's where it is harmful to you, is having a routine when you're hiking doesn't allow flexibility in that perhaps you'll miss out on an opportunity uh, socially, Perhaps you miss out on an opportunity for a view such as this. Um, I'm taking a few moments to just take it all in while I'm finishing up my thoughts here. It doesn't allow for you to meet up with new people or to experience new bubbles. Um, it doesn't allow for, let's say, weather to be a factor for you. Um, I experienced that recently. Um, I did a 16-mile day. Um, to standing Indian shelter, I had wanted, I had wanted so bad to go up the extra thousand feet and stay on top of standing Indian, and that was my goal. That was that was where I was headed, and I, I was hell bent on kind of getting up there. But the minute I understood the severity of the thunderstorms coming through and the intense winds and and lightning, I I obviously altered my plan because I allowed flexibility in that. I stayed just shy of that, stayed in a shelter, um, which I hadn't anticipated doing. And I was able to stay both dry and comfortable and protect myself from any, um, you know, potential danger that I would have experienced being so high up on the ridge. Uh, the following day, it was a hundred percent chance of rain and <laughs> I've never seen a hundred percent chance of rain actually like coexist to a hundred percent chance of rain. It was a torrential downpour all day long and it never, ever, ever, ever once let up. And it was just saturating rain and I mean, it just soaked everything, soaked you. And I mean, on one hand it was totally fun hiking through, on the other hand it was you know, it, it potentially pretty miserable because 
it was really, really, really cold. The temperatures were in the 40s. So you take 40 degree weather and nonstop um, heavy, heavy downpour. And, and that becomes a situation where it's a concern of safety. So I, even though I'm averaging anywhere from, you know, 12 to 16 miles per day at this point, I only did less than eight um, to get to the next shelter and ensure a spot um, in the shelter to remain dry, get warm, get out of my wet clothing, and just kind of, I mean, I got there at like uh, 1.15, 1.30, and that's extremely early to be rolling into camp and have all day to just kind of sit around and wait out the storms. And, and I just, I felt like it was the most logical, most reasonable thing to have done. And I got a spot, of course, in the shelter because I didn't push my mileage and ended up being a very um, wise decision. I don't know what the, the, the flip end decision would have been, to be honest, because I didn't experience it. But um, it ended up working out and I was safe and secure and warm and, and dry uh, for the remainder of the day. So um, that is a situation where it could have hindered me. Um, if I had kept rolling, um, stuck to my mileage, I probably wouldn't have gotten placement at the next shelter and ended up needing to set up a tent, which is fine because, you know, I knew the tent would hold out, but it was a chance I was taking and I allowed flexibility in the plan to just kind of react to the scenario I was involved in. I have... Additionally, because I'm so flexible with my timing, because I'm hiking solo, it does allow for more flexibility. Absolutely. I don't have to okay a, a longer stop with somebody or a longer break or, you know, going up a summit where you're in a cloud and you know there's not going to be any views, but you just want to experience it all the same. Every single person passed by standing Indian without even going up and it was so beautiful up there, regardless of not being able to see anything. And so hiking solo allows for an enormous amount of flexibility, but it also allows me to, quote unquote, smell the roses, as you would say. Um, I've met people out here that literally just have their head down and they just literally go from point A to point B without stopping. And I was hiking... Um, with somebody the other day and they <laughs> they they didn't even realize that they had just entered um, a, a burn area and the smells were so intense and the beauty that I mean oddly enough the beauty that was um, she didn't recognize where she was because she was so focused on her plan uh, you know her structure and so, so I guess what I'm trying to long-winded response to is routine helpful or harmful? And I think you have to segment it out in two different thoughts. Um, be flexible when you hike. Don't have so much routine in your mind when you hike. Allow the hike 
to be what it is, to experience what you get to experience, see what you see, smell what you smell, and just kind of exist in nature, which is why perhaps you're out here. Don't routine your hike, but do routine your camp, set up, break down, you know, regulate your daily routines or daily chores and in, in a hiker chores. <laughs> um, anyway, those are some of my thoughts. I hope that actually helps you. If you ever do a long distance hike, I hope that my insight from, you know, being out here for my week and a half to, you know, to two weeks so far kind of helps you maybe open up your eyes to not be so uh, structured about things. Because the AT, what I've seen so far, it can quickly structure you and pigeonhole you into a non-flexible plan if you allow it to. And I think that that allows for you to miss out on so much opportunity and so much beauty that's out here. So yeah, <laughs> that's about it for now. Well, that about wraps it up for this week's thoughts on my 300 mile journey north on the AT. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Uh, we really enjoy doing these. I am having a load of fun uh, kind of taking over and, and, and bringing you some thoughts and, and trials from uh, the Appalachian Trail. So stay tuned, obviously. If you want to see my gear list, uh, go to thebackpacker.tv. My gear list is posted there. You can see what I'm taking. If you have any questions, any thoughts, comments, um, and you want to speak directly to me, um, you can go to thebackpacker.tv, ask us, and we can have a live one-on-one. -on -one. How cool, right? So, yeah. Um, well, I hope you all have a wonderful week. I will see you again next Thursday. See you out on the trail. Bye.